happens ever so often that Christmas Day is on Sunday, and, and uh, so praise God, we're almost there. We're almost there, and, and uh, this year is almost gone. Praise God. And uh, I think this year was better than last year, but we're not quite all the way free uh, like we're going to get. Amen. I, you know, I believe if you're holding on to Jesus' hand, if you're walking with him, you know, the Bible says the path of the just gets brighter and brighter. So, it, you know, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of the way you look at things depends on what path you're on. Amen. But the path of the just, the, the justified ones walking with God gets brighter and brighter. And uh, rough stuff may happen, but his grace is sufficient. You know, Jesus said in the world you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And I hope and pray America can turn around and, and we can have revival in this country without things getting really worse. Uh, but I can also see the stubbornness of people and uh, uh, how, how uh, spoiled people are. And uh, uh, ungrateful and unthankful people are. So I can also... See, I had a friend, he, he's in heaven now, and uh, he listened to some prophecy teachers that said uh, that uh, great darkness was going to come, and then Americans would finally repent, because right now we don't care. And, you know, I can, I can, I can see a whole lot of reason the way he justified that, but I also see the goodness of God. Yeah. Amen. And uh, there is a remnant. There's always a remnant that loves God and that's going to honor God. And we're not going to keep slipping back and sliding farther and farther away from the Word of God. There is a remnant that's going to hold the Word of God as uh, uh, the standard, praise God, and not let go of that. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, preach it the way it's intended to be preached. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, and, you know... It's just like our country, as long as they interpret the Constitution the way it was intended to be interpreted, it'll be all right and not twist it and delete. Amen. And, and modernize it. Amen. I'm telling you, this modern stuff is, is getting far out. <laughs> it's getting way out there. Amen. And uh, heaven just may be the place for us, praise God, because uh, this world is not my home. Amen. And... and uh, it, it, it's it's nothing like I I, uh, uh, I ever envisioned, you know. Uh, uh, when I'd first gotten saved, there was a book that hadn't been out too too long when I first really got rededicated and walking with God. David Wilkerson had wrote it, and it was called "Set the Trumpet to Your Mouth." Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, he was hardcore. He was against Christian rock and. And uh, which I finally embraced a little bit, you know, most of it. You know, there's Christian thrash metal and there's all kinds of Christian rappers and, you know, any, people, people just do anything and everything. And, but some of it is of God and some of it is anointed. And I'm not going to judge somebody trying to do something. Amen. When, when so many people are doing nothing, you know. But uh, anyway, but he, he predicted some things that were going to come to pass. And when I read it back then, it was just like, oh, no. No, that never happened. That never happened. And, you know, he's talking about nudity being all on t television and all in the movies and, and all, you know, everywhere. And I, I, no, that'll never happen. Well, you've got to be careful. It's happened. Praise God. It's out there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, we've had little spurts of, of weirdness and wildness, but uh, God's grace is sufficient for us. But uh, we got to be about the Father's business. He, he, if he is coming soon, we don't want anybody to be left behind. Amen. And so uh, our old flesh will get lazy. We all got it. We're, we're spirit beings. We have a soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions, and we live in these bodies. And, and sometimes these bodies, you know, I, I think Jesus told Peter, the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. And we have to, to deal with that and overcome that. Uh, but there is a harvest, and the, har the fields are white with harvest.
but laborers are few. Pray the Lord of the harvest that he'd send forth laborers. Amen. And, and you know, I think that's talking about us. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I think that's talking about me and you. Amen. And he will help us. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Amen. And if we'll learn to yield to him and follow him, he'll make it all happen. And, and uh, it'll be awesome. I've been sent on witnessing journeys that God told me to go. And I obeyed God. And when I got there, I was more anointed than, I'd, than I've ever been preaching. And it was easy. Now, my flesh was nervous. My flesh was nervous before it happened. But once you stepped out there and went on with it, when it hit, I mean, it hit strong. Praise God. Hallelujah. So them that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. Amen? Amen. Well, look, look with me at uh, 2 Corinthians 4 and 3. A couple verses here to get started. We're, we're kind of Christmassy. We're singing kind of Christmassy and... And uh, mixing that in with our worship, we're going to uh, look at some things about Christmas that we find in the Word, what it means to us, and, and uh, that will help us. Amen? I'm going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Jesus. You are the reason for the season. And I just pray you'd help us today as we celebrate you. I pray you'd help me say the words you'd have me to say, and I pray you'd help all the people here present and those even listening uh, online and even hearing this later on, I pray that their ears will be open and they'll receive from your spirit. And uh, uh, the entrance of your word gives light. And that's what we pray for today, Lord. And we will give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory and all God's children said, Amen. And Amen. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, uh, Paul says, but if, even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Glory to God. That's a mouthful right there. And let's just break it down a little bit and see just exactly what it's saying. Even if our gospel is veiled, it's veiled to those who are perishing. Well, you understand, uh, sometimes brides wear a veil. You know, and you can see through it, but you can't see everything. Amen. And so, uh, sometimes our gospel is veiled. And uh, it, this says who's, who's, uh, uh, th those who are perishing there's a veil that they can't see the gospel. They can't understand. Amen. And it's t it tells us who's doing that. Amen. And this is why it's important to learn how to pray and be obedient in prayer. You don't need to go witness to somebody until you've been praying about it and praying that these veils come down. Amen. But if you, if you constantly pray uh, for a lost person, and, and that's what you're praying, that the scales of blindness... Uh, that's, you know, that's just the terminology because uh, there have been scales of blindness cast off people's eyes. But something has blinded, but this says minds or spiritual eyes, blinded the minds of those, uh, the minds of uh, uh, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe. Uh, so we're praying that that veil be removed. Amen. Amen. That's what you're praying for your lost loved one. Listen, you don't have to talk God into saving them. God already made up his mind about that. I don't care how wicked they are. He already made up his mind about that uh, 2,000 years ago. Well, he made up his mind as soon as Adam and Eve fell. He started uh, coming up with a plan to save mankind, to get back what Adam threw away. Amen. And he did. Praise God. Praise God he did. But uh, the God of this age has blinded our minds that's the devil that's satan he's in all this stuff that's trying to uh discredit the gospel to put the gospel down all the antichrist all the xmas people or all the merry holidays people happy holidays don't say christmas why why is that so offensive i mean really what, what is so offensive about a baby in a manger how can that be Upset people so much. 
There must be something to this story. Amen. There must be something to this story. Hallelujah. Uh, if this gospel is veiled, it's veiled to those who are perishing, whose mind the gods of this age has blinded, who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ to his image of God should shine on them. So we're praying for the lost that this, this veil will be removed so that somebody can tell them the gospel. Somebody's got to tell them the gospel. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And uh, that's why we all got to make ourselves available and be ready. You know, some water, uh, uh, some sow and some water and some reap. Mm -hmm. Amen. And we, we ought to all be involved. Our life ought to be sowing something. Yes. You know, the life that we live, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> well, you can't be mean as a rattlesnake around everybody. You just can't do it. You can't be biting people's heads off and then telling them Jesus loves you. Right. Amen. <laughs> or getting drunk on Saturday night, going out in the yard, shooting a pistol off. Amen. And then, then jumping in your car and, and, and rolling in there and singing in the choir on, on Sunday morning. You can't, you, you can't do that. Amen. It don't, make, it don't add up. But people have done that. People have lived like that. And people think that's all right. But it's not all right. Amen. Hallelujah. You know... Uh, people like that are perishing also. It doesn't mean you're necessarily mean you're lost. It just means you're perishing. Right. They're perishing too, because they're, and they're certainly blinded. They could be free. Yeah. Hallelujah. They could be drinking the new wine. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. And not have a headache and not have liver disease. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God in depleting brain cells. By the millions, that's what the buzz is, in case you didn't know. Amen. When you get a buzz from alcohol, that's your brain cells dying. That's that, that's that good feeling you get. You know, when they're dying off, it feels good. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and like you got just tons of them to spare. Like you got all kinds of extra. Come on. Amen. And you want to live a long time if, you, if you're healthy. Amen. I do. I really do. I want to be healthy and well. Praise God and enjoy my children, my grandchildren. And uh, Praise God. I mean, I just barely got grandchildren right now. And I, I don't even have, I'm nowhere close to having a great-grandchild right now. I mean, you know, Langston's the big one right now. Praise God. I'm nowhere near that. Amen. Uh, but, I, but I would love to see that. I would love to enjoy that. Amen. And, and have an impact on them. Yes. Praise God. And uh, I believe I will. And I believe my youth's being renewed like the eagles because I'm standing on the Word of God. So I'm, not, I'm no hurry to leave, and I want to keep all my brain cells intact. And, and uh, I'm, I, ain't got, I ain't giving none of them up anymore. I did that for a while. I was deceived. Praise God. But everybody has to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And we, we've been talking about relationship and then how that relationships, when you're really born again, gives us the, gives us the right, gives us the privilege... <laughs> And I believe even the responsibility to have fellowship with God. As Christian people, as born-again people, our names are, are, are not only are our names written down in heaven, but we become the sons of God. In Romans 8, it tells us that uh, them that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. We have the right to be led by the Spirit to communicate with God. We have something on the inside that no other religion can give. Uh, we can be led, and, and we can have gifts of the Spirit, and we can discern. Amen? And we can have words of wisdom and words of knowledge. And we can uh, ha uh, have the gift of tongues and speak out a message, and then the gift of interpretation of that tongues, hear something from heaven, and, and, and get the code. Yeah. Read the code, praise God. Amen. And then you have, uh, you know, just regular praying in tongues. Yeah. That everybody who gets the, new, the, the, the baptism of the Holy Ghost can do anytime you want to. Amen. Pray in secret. Yeah. You know, <laughs> how many movies if we saw, you know, whatever move we make, the other guys know what we're doing. There must be a spy somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, even gangster movies, you know, there's, there's, there's double agents, you know. They're sneaking off, you know, and, and they snuff them when they find out who they are, you know. <laughs> you know, they take care of them right away. To, in front of everybody else to make sure nobody else is going to do that. Amen. Yeah. To try to use fear 
in, in, in everything. Somebody must know what's going on. Well, see, if the devil hears everything, oh, dear Jesus, I'm praying about this. I really need this. You know, well, you know, you know what? He hears that. You know, I'm trying to get this deal done. Well, maybe he'll send one of his agents to that person you're trying to get the deal made with and harass them and throw, throw a monkey wrench in the works. Amen. So why don't you just soto karabasaka? And them devils are sitting there. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? Shikrobondo soto bahasta, shangrediti kabastalama, sikata. You got all kinds of stuff going on. Amen. And the devils are saying, What are they talking about? What's he talking about? What's he talking about? We 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 don't. And then they go back report to the higher up devils. Now what's what did you find out? We didn't find out nothing. We didn't find out nothing. Amen? Because we're praying in tongues. Did you know that? It's a secret language that the enemy can't understand. Amen? And that's why there's so much confusion from hell about it. Because he hates it. He don't want you talking in secret to God. And the, and the, and the good part about it is, when you're doing that, the Holy Ghost inside of you, he's generating the content. Amen? You don't even know a lot of the time what you're talking about. Amen. So the Holy Ghost is telling God exactly, exactly what you need. Exactly what you need. Amen. You know, you may not think you need to lose 20 pounds, but the Holy Ghost knows, and He's done telling God. And you think God don't know you've been sneaking those donuts. But the Holy Ghost knows, and so exactly, there's getting reports made, amen, and it'll line you up. It'll jerk you right around, praise God. Hallelujah. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I'm being real light about that. But it, that, it is, that is the, that is an accurate type of that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So everybody ought to have fellowship. We can. We should. If you don't, why not? Why, why, who, who, would, who would want to refuse a deal like real, true, biblical Christianity if it's presented to us as the Bible promises it? But the God of this world, he's just kind of trip all that up. You know, the world, they actually think, because the God of this world is working, they actually think, you know, they're just so afraid of Christians. You know, just like, just like all those people that hate Trump and I, I'm, not, I'm not endorsing uh, everything Trump did or everything that I said, but they're so scared of him. Amen. And they're so scared of, and, and you know, they get in their heads that, that we're going to take over. We're not going to take over. We just want, we just don't want them to take over. Amen. Live and let live. Amen. How about that? Just live and let live. If you want to be a heathen, you be a heathen. But we're going to be saved and we're, and, and, and we're commanded to preach his gospel. We can't help but preach it. Get you some earphones. Get you some earmuffs. Amen. Go out down in the corner of Montana somewhere and, and build you a convent for heathens. Amen. To, to box it all out. Uh, praise God. We're not out to get you. We're not your enemy. We're, we just want to help you. And if it defends you, don't listen. Amen. If you don't like guns, don't get one. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. If you don't want to go to church, don't go. Praise God. It makes a whole lot more sense than all this other he, she, and it, and all this other stuff that's come out. I don't know how we got by all them years without all this enlightenment. How in the world did we ever make it? For the... the Thousands of years we've lived and existed without all that knowledge and without people getting their gender changed. How'd we do it? It's just, a, you know, it's a miracle that we made it as far as we did. And, you know, now these people are trying to help us. Glory to God. It's all hell, and it's all the God of this world, and he's all blind in the minds of people. Amen. Amen. And unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, bad companions corrupt good morals. Yes. Unfortunately, what you hear and what you hear consistently, this is why the government doesn't need to be in control of the schools and certainly not some kind of 
left-wing weirdos because that's what, they're that's what they're doing. That's what they're after. They don't want the parents to have no say. They don't want the parents to know right now. Amen. Hallelujah. So they can get them kids when they're little. And that's why we need to get them in, 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 in church and Bible school and get them all born again and, and uh, do everything we can to fight them. And, and Lord, help us. Praise God. So everybody's got to have a relationship. Now, uh, the gospel is the good news. Gospel means good news, and it's the good news about the blessing, amen, that, that uh, we have because of Abraham. Abraham made covenant with God. Amen. You remember uh, the Lord told Abraham, Abraham said, God, how do I know? How do I know that you're going to keep your promises? How do, and the Lord said, you get these animals, you cut them in half and clean, clean them and cut them in half and lay them out and, and build a fire. And at night there was like a smoke, a glory come down. And I really believe, if you, if you read this, I can see it. I can see God come down and walked in the midst of those uh, pieces. And that, that signified this is covenant. This is blood covenant. So, so then, then Abraham knew there's, there's no greater swear. There's no greater oath I could get than this. So Abraham uh, believed it so much that when Isaac did come, Abraham had no problem whatsoever taking, taking Isaac and the few men up on the mountain. The Lord said to offer up a sacrifice, and he took him up and bound him, built the altar, put the altar, and he drew back the knife. And uh, just like the Lord had said, now draw back the knife. Amen, and he did. And God said, hold it, Abraham. Now I know. Now I know that you believe me. Amen. And he believed him because what he saw that night walking through the pieces. And because of Abraham's faith, all the blessings of Abraham come upon the Gentiles in Jesus Christ. And Jesus is the the cut of the covenant. Jesus is the piece of the puzzle that makes it all come to life, and that's why we celebrate him. Jesus died so all the blessing could come on all of us. There had to be a perfect, sinless sacrifice to take care of all the sins that were committed before. Amen? So Jesus died so we do not have to be subject to the curse, which is an empowerment to fail. A curse came on everybody at Adam. We're empowered to fail. Amen. But now, uh, when we come to Jesus, we have the empowerment to succeed, to thrive. All of us can be saved, but everybody has to make that decision for themselves to really be saved. And it's important to really understand being saved because the God of this world, you know, he's tripping people up. Some people think, you know, well, I went to church all my life. I'm a pretty good guy. Well, you know, I'm better than so-and-so. He's a deacon. He's a deacon, you know. And I, I, you know, I seen him down at the bootleggers, you know. And, and uh, you know, uh, he, he, guess what he's got in his back pocket? You know, and, and if he's going to heaven, then I'm going to heaven. And you ought to have heard the joke so-and-so told. And so if they're going to heaven, I'm going to heaven. And a lot of people think that way, and they forget about whether or not we've been born again. And I don't know if they've been born again or not, because you can be born again and die. You can be born again and get real sick. You can be born again and slip a long way from it. Amen. A, a, a dog returns to his vomit. He forgets what manner of man he was. That does happen. Amen. I've seen people get so saved and so on fire for God, start hanging out with the wrong crowd, and it's not long they're acting just like them. I've seen it happen time and time again. We don't believe in it, but people do it anyhow. Praise God. So it's a real, it's a real issue. Amen. And then people don't know. And, and here in South Central Kentucky, I, I, I've observed it. Everybody goes to the funeral to see what the preacher's going to say, especially one of those good old boys or good old gals. You know, they kind of live with one foot in the kingdom and the other foot in the world. They want to hear what the preacher has to say. Amen. <laughs> see, I really knew him. <laughs> I really knew him. I was there when nobody, you know, I was, I was there when the lights was out. <laughs> you know, I want to see what the old preacher's going to say about this one. Amen. Hallelujah. And the preacher needs to say if he was trusting Jesus. 
Amen. And the Bible says if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He might have done that laying on his sickbed. And if he did that, I don't care where he was at midnight in uh, December 13, 1972. I don't care where he was. I don't care if he's holding a gun. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad I know that verse. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I hope I don't have to depend on it too much, but I have depended on it. I have stood on it, praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to make a decision. Romans 1.16 says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the, for the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is uh, written, the just shall live by faith. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's God that makes us righteous. Now, see, we can stray from that fellowship and from that relationship and bear unrighteous fruit. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, it would be so, so much better if everybody, you know, understood who they were and what belonged to them and what Christmas is all about and embraced it yeah. and pursued it and gave ourselves to it. Amen. Then you wouldn't have to worry about what the preacher's going to say when you die. Amen. If the Lord tarries is coming and I outlive you and, you and your family calls on me to do the funeral, I, 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 I hope it's not stressful for them or for me. I hope I can say I saw fruit of them. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And, it, and, and it's easy because I don't have to have confidence in you. I have confidence in my Savior. Amen, how powerful He is and how much He loves you and how much He wants you to succeed. And really, the only way you're not going to succeed is if, 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 if you're just dumber than dumb. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying it. I mean, you can miss it, but boy, you got to be a rockhead. I mean, you really do. You really got to be a rockhead. Amen. Because there's nothing that you can get into that the devil can get you into that God can't get you out of. Amen. And we believe that here. And we preach that here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're blessed to be a blessing to others. Uh, we talked about last week how in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God in the beginning. Uh, he was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him. And without Him nothing was made. In Him was life. And in the life was the light of men, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it or understand it, because the God of this world has got them blinded. All this goes together. And skip on down a few verses. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That's Jesus. And we beheld His glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And of His fullness, verse 16 said, we've all received grace for grace. So we talked about last week, of His fullness we've received. Everything we need is in Him. Everything we need is victory. Amen. In Him, I remember, I'll never forget, I can't get away from it. I was praying once out at the old church where I live now. It's probably in Dylan's bedroom. About right in Dylan's bedroom now, but that's where the drums were. And I was in there sitting on the drum stool, and I was praying for the drummer because he's trying to backslide. Amen. And I'd been praying there a while. I was just praying in the Spirit, and I laid my head over. The wall was cement blocks. I laid my head over on the wall there for a while. I prayed, and it just, it just hit me. And I said, Lord, I just want to lay my head on your chest and hear your every heartbeat. And I did, and it's like God spoke to me. And he said, every beat of my heart is victory. Every beat of my heart is victory. You know what victory is? Victory is winning. Amen. Amen. Victory is overcoming. Amen. And so I, I knew that and I understood, uh, understood that. And I know there's evangelists who would say, well, ever be to the Lord's heart souls. But I'm a pastor. I was, he, he done made me a pastor then. I'm a pastor. Amen. I don't want to lead around a bunch of scraggly old limp sheep. Skinny, broken down, blind in one eye. Got the mange. <laughs> now, this is all my sheep right here. Well, they're good. I'm going for first prize at the state fair. Amen. I'm going to try to get me a ribbon. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Got the scours. <laughs> Broke down. Got hoof and mouth disease and everything else. No, I want some pretty sheep. I want some little fluffies. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. They just, bah! 
<laughs> just jumping around, glory to God, praising God, hallelujah, and, and uh, step right up on that podium and get me the big blue ribbon, praise God. <laughs> hallelujah, I want you to have victory, I want you to overcome. In this world, we're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. This is my assignment. Amen. To find out about His goodness and show y'all who He really is so that you can have all you want. Amen. Amen. And then once I've showed you and told you and tried to demonstrate it to you, then it's on you. If you want to keep the mains, you can. Amen. But if you want to get free, you can. Hallelujah. Glory to God. His fullness is ours. Amen. Now what I want to talk to you today about uh, a little bit is... is uh, he came to save us from our sins. Amen. Uh, sin is not supposed to, to, to wear the saints out. It's not. We don't, uh, the, the old Baptist preacher used to say, you know, we're going to grab a hold of the horns of the altar and ride it all the way to heaven. Amen. And just no fight and claw and pray our way through because it's so hard. It's only hard because the God of this world has got you blinded and we had not seen the light of, of, of how much victory we have, Amen. of what belongs to us. So I'm going to shine a light on some of that and tell you that. Now, you've got to believe it. Right. You've got to believe it. Listen, there, you know, our immune systems have been compromised mm-hmm. uh, because, because the government masked us all up and kept us locked up, locked up for a while. See, uh, um, um, immunity is developed when you overcome stuff. Yes. <laughs> See, that's victory. Yes. The more you get uh, exposed to and overcome, you get stronger. And the next time it don't, you know, it's, a, it's supposed to be a perpetual thing. Well, we, we stopped the whole process. We not only stopped COVID, but we stopped our immunity to everything else. So now everybody's sick. Yeah. Right now getting sick with this, getting sick with that. And they test you for everything they got. And they think it's COVID because it's... You're sicker than you've been for a long time. Well, all that stuff's come on you at once that you've been hiding from for two years. It's hit you. But, but, but see, we have an immune system, and we also have a covenant with God. And we also have the promises. And remember, how, it's been a couple weeks. Forget uh, not our benefits. He loads us daily with benefits. One of those benefits is healing. So listen, now if you believe it, and I'm not saying it's always easy, but you can work your way up towards it. Sometimes you got to work on it. But when symptoms come, like a snotty nose or a cough, you don't have to say, oh dear God, I've got it. I need me a cold pill. I've got it. Or I can call the doctor, get me an appointment. I've... I get, it every, I get it every year this time. You, you, you don't have to say that. You can say, in the name of Jesus, I'm healed. Yes. Yes. Amen. And you can resist it. Yes. And you have to resist it hard. Amen. See, if I was the... If, uh, if I was the illegal substance demon, <laughs> and I knew how to tempt people, that's what I did. And bring people down into addiction. And I come flying around you. You know, and I got all up in your face. And I showed you my treasures. I showed you my wares. This here's what you need. Right here. You get, get, get this one, it makes you feel this way. Get this one, it makes you feel that way. Amen. Uh, you know, take a trip and never leave the farm. You know, right here, take some of this. And I'm just all in you. And your flesh is kind of, oh, I remember I, I, I had some pretty good times on that stuff. You know, and, you, and you're thinking about it. What do you do? Something on the inside of you. If you're saved, if you ain't got this, you need to talk, we need to talk about getting saved. Something on the inside of you rises up and says, No, I'm not going to do that. No. I remember when I first got saved. I'd been living wicked, but uh, the devil was trying to torment me, and he was giving me dreams that was more wicked than my past. Amen. And he was putting me in my dreams in wicked places doing wicked things. And in, in myself, in my dream, I had gotten saved. You know, and I had that clean, saved feeling that, 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 I, that I had for real. But now here I am in this dream, and I'm in this wrong place with the wrong people, and I ain't acting saved. 
And I mean, I done failed to every temptation they'd offered me. I mean, I was just as wicked as I ever was. But on the inside of me, I was saved. I was saved. But here I am, oh my God. And I can't tell you how much that tormented me because I love Jesus because he had set me free. And I was so tormented and then I woke up. <laughs> and it was only a dream. And <laughs> Hallelujah, I'm still washed in the blood because back then, you know, I didn't know if you ever lost it. If I, I, I thought I was doing great to get taken back that one time. And I figured if I ever lost it again, that was it for me. <laughs> Three strikes and I was out. Amen. And I woke up, praise God, and I was still saved. <laughs> and I hadn't done all that stuff that the devil told me I did in that dream. Hallelujah. He's such a lying tormentor. Praise God. So you know to resist sin, right? Right? Amen. And, and you got to be mindful of it. And the devil try to sneak up on you and slip up on you. And, and uh, some people, when they really get tempted, when they're young Christians, the devil try to say, well, God's not really real. You know, you don't really believe God's real, do you? And you know you want to go do that. You know, let's just, let's just decide God's not real and then go do that. It don't matter anyway. I know how he works on people sometimes. I'm not, give, I'm not giving away any secrets. Amen? I'm not giving away any secrets. And so a whole lot of these people who want to say there ain't no God, now they're lying. They just want to do a bunch of stuff that they know is wrong. Yeah. Amen? The, the, you know, I think Jesse Planner said, but a lot of people say there ain't no atheists in foxholes. Right. You ever see some of the World War II movies where they're, they're firing on mortar and they're trying to hide in foxholes and they're hitting all around them and some of their buddies done got blew up? You know, there ain't nobody cursing God then. There ain't nobody mocking God then. They're crying, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I was at a bow shoot one time, and it was kind of weird. The, these woods that we were hunting in, and, and you had deer targets and bear targets all stretched out through the woods. And there was the, the biggest old beech trees. I mean, they were humongous and they were everywhere. And they were so tall. And for some reason, they'd logged out a bunch of other stuff, but they, wouldn't, they didn't let them take those. And there were some, just some big, humongous trees. And we got out in that in a, in a storm come up. And it was lightning. Well, holding that uh, aluminum... Uh, compound bows just like holding a lightning rod <laughs> and an arrow <laughs> pull your arrow out <laughs> you know <laughs> just like a just like a lightning rod well when that happened uh, uh two or three guys got close to me <laughs> and they said he's a preacher he's safe he said if it's going to hit anywhere it ain't going to hit him and i had three or four people gathered around me praise god and, and you know i had no power over that but I wasn't afraid. I mean, for me, sudden death, sudden glory. Hallelujah. I'd have been there, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> glory to God. But uh, we need to, uh, to know and understand it belongs. What I'm trying to say to you is this. Resist sickness. Resist symptoms. Resist it hard. Train yourself up in it. If you fall down, you know, don't stay away from taking aspirin if your head hurts because you're trying to say that you're healed. Amen. Aspirin doesn't heal you. It just calms the pain. And that may, I'm not anti-medicine, but what I'm saying is train yourself to believe the Word of God and say, this is in my covenant. I resist that because divine health belongs to you as well as divine healing does. Right. Well, Brother Randy, you've been awful sick yourself. Yeah, I have. Amen. And I'm still practicing what I'm preaching. Amen, you just got to keep working and keep working and getting better and better and the path of the just gets brighter and brighter as the day goes, so I'm looking for better days. But it's, it is something you got to work on. And I know, I mean, that's far-fetched to a lot of people. But press for it. Yes. Fight for it. Yes. Long for it. Amen, because it is the Word of God. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, l l let's, let's read uh, Matthew Chapter 1, the, the little Christmas story. And, the, and let's see what this says. Starting in verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, uh, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about all those things, Andrew read this the other day, while he thought about all these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, 
Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with the child and bear a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel said, and took uh, to him his wife, and he did not know her until she had brought forth her firstborn son. And they called his name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Amen. So what save mean? It, it means to deliver, to release, and to set free. So we're delivered, released, and set free from sins. Now what is sin? Sin is disobedience to God. It is rebellion against God's will and God's word. It's choosing to go another way other than going God's way. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now there's three aspects of sin we've got to be mindful of and understand we're delivered. Hallelujah. And uh, 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 Jesus came to deal with this sin problem. Number one is control. The control of sin. Number two is the consequences of sin. Yes, there are consequences. Amen. Number three is condemnation. Amen. Condemnation comes with sin. Control. So Jesus came to save us from the control of sin because some people are controlled by it. Amen. Different habits and addictions uh, are demonic. The, de the devil's at the root of them. Amen. And they bind people up with different things. Even, even food addictions. Amen. And drug addictions. Hallelujah. People can't function without it, praise God. And it's, it gets so bad with some people on the opioid side that uh, uh, they become people that they never intended to be. And they're just out of control. You know, I saw this, this, this guy Chandler or, was trying to rest or get studying that case he comes in the grocery store with a shotgun and walk right up in front of the camera and said give me your money with the bags <laughs> put all your money in here well he never even expected to get away with it but what i figured is he was hurting so bad he was going to get some money and go buy some drugs and then and, and, and this has happened before there was a, there was a guy who was one of the best baseball players ever in new jersey and, I mean, he was so good in high school, nobody could, and every college wanted him. But he got in with the wrong crowd, did the wrong, hurt his knee one time, got in with the wrong crowd, did the wrong stuff, and, and couldn't get the pain pills anymore. And somebody said, try this. Amen. And he tried that. And, oh, my goodness, that was it for him. And he got, he got hurting so bad, and he would function. He, he, he got functioning. He was a pro basketball player. He functioned. And, and did really good college, functioned and did really good. But he got so messed up that he would take his money and go to the wrong place, to the wrong town, wife and kids, wife and kids, but he'd get hurting so bad, the devil, get hurting so bad, he would go and score his drugs and he'd go and do whatever they do and shoot it in his arm and pass out and, 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 and lay there and the cops would come and catch him because he didn't care nothing about getting away. He just had to get high. He just had to get high. Amen. That's sin. That ain't, that ain't fun. What fun is there about that? Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and to hear Christians say, well, we don't need the power of God. Why don't we just have a nice little quiet church? You know, sing silent night. You don't have to hoop and holler. You don't have to do talk about them speaking in tongues. That makes me nervous, preacher. Don't read that verse, the verses about casting out devils. That makes me nervous. Well, if there ain't going to be no power, what's the answer? Because medicine can't help them. Psychologists can't help them. Amen. Already prisons are overflowing. We can't build enough jails to handle them. And then we got some of these brilliant politicians. They're just wanting to turn everybody loose and take our guns. You know, turn them loose, but let us keep our guns. Amen, and we can make our homes fortresses, and if they cross the border walls, then, you know, it's free, free range. <laughs> Set up alarm systems. 
but take our guns and, and then let them go. And that, they will have them. I promise you they will have them. I believe the God of this world has got a lot of people blinded, don't you? Oh, my goodness. So Jesus came to save us from control of sin. Control means dominion, rulership, and enslavement. Sin takes you farther than you want to go, keeps you longer than you intended to stay, and costs you more than you want to pay. Romans 6.14 says, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. There's power in grace. And that needs to be our confession as children of God. Sin's not going to have dominion over me. Amen. Amen. Uh, John 8.31, Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him. This is the key right here. This is answers right here. Jesus said... Uh, to those Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, well, we are Abraham's descendants. They're talking religious talk now, and we've never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? Jesus answered to them, most assuredly I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin, and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but the Son uh, abides forever. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you are free indeed. Now listen, when we get born again, I am a spirit, I have a soul, which is my mind, will, and emotions, and I live in this body. When we get born again, our spirit man is born again of incorruptible seed, and that's the eternal part of you. Amen. It's born again of incorruptible seed of God. Amen. And it's made right with God immediately. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature once he's, once he's rode the altar for a couple years and, and quit cussing and chewing. Then he's a new creature. No, he's a new creature instantly. Yes. Amen. Instantly. Praise God. God does something about our spirit, but there's two other parts of us. My soul, I am a spirit being, but my soul is my mind, my will, and my emotions, my senses. And I live in this body. I have this house. God takes care of the spirit, but then he gives us instructions on how to take care of the other two parts. We do have responsibility. The five-fold Calvinists try to put all that responsibility on God. And they say, if you you got flaws, then you never really got saved. And if you ever really got saved, then you're perfect. And if you never really got saved, then it wasn't God's will for you to get saved. Because he, pre- he, he predestined, you know. So if you struggle, you know, then I don't know if some of them aren't admitting that they're struggling or because they don't want nobody to know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God does something in our spirit. We have to do something with our mind and our body. John 3 and 8. For this perfect, for this purpose, 1 John 3, 8. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Destroy. Amen. Destroy. Hallelujah. Sin has been defeated. Sin has been defeated. We need to believe it. We need to think like that. Paul said, read the epistles. Read the epistles every day. Paul said, reckon yourselves dead unto sin. Reckon is like a a counting term. Amen. Count yourself dead to sin. Amen, that's what you need to say. That's what you need to think. I'm dead to sin. So now there's consequences of sin. Jesus came to deliver you from the eternal and earthly consequences of sin. We know being born again, our names are written down in, the hev- in heaven, and that is made right. Amen. But Romans 6.23 says, The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ uh, Jesus our Lord. So... Uh, uh, he makes our spirits right, but we gotta we gotta bring the other in. And now, if if we're striving and walking towards God, Amen, and not denying God, this is deep. I'm not here to discuss once saved, always saved. I, I think you can backslide if you want to, but I, I think it's not right for us to say that we're saved and be not have victory, Amen. to have the mange. <laughs> Hallelujah. Need a sheep dip. <laughs> Praise God. Washing by the water, washing of the water by the word. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory to God. 
Have I got any warriors? Now, our sins are forgiven when we, when we confess them. Jesus uh, was coming. John the Baptist saw him. He said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He takes it away. First uh, John 1 and 5. This is the message which you have heard uh, from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, that's in the word, in the things of God, we have fellowship one another and his blood, the blood of Jesus cleanses, blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and His word is not in us. So, He gave us the power to confess our sins. Amen? He said if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from most of it. From all of it. We can be perfectly forgiven and know that we're perfectly forgiven. Amen. But you got to exercise. See, you got to you got to you got to work it. Amen. You can't just well. I went to the altar when I was seventeen, so I don't have to do nothing else. I don't know. You might need to pray every day. You might need to feed on the Word of God. How many knows when one of our precious mothers brings home a little baby? They don't just throw them in the bassinet and walk off and leave them there to let them fend for themselves. No, they feed them and change their diapers and do all that stuff for them for a long time till they're big enough. Amen. Hallelujah, you can't just, we, we got to grow and flow and understand and learn this. Yeah. Amen, this works, praise God. This word works. Hallelujah. Now, that's the consequences of sin. He, he, uh, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I think that's taken care of it. Amen. Now, Romans 8, 1 says there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. So, you know, I think this says you can't just let your flesh tell you everything you're going to do. Right. I think this says you've got to let your spirit man kind of lead the way. Mm -hmm. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Why don't you read your Bible? Why don't you pray a little bit? Why don't you listen when you say you want to do this? And I say, do you really? I don't think you want to. Do you really want to watch that? I don't know if you really want to. Amen. Do you really want to go there or do this or say that? That's a good one. Do you really want to say that? We need to turn that one on. Do you really want to say that? Hallelujah. Romans 3.21 But now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed being witnessed by the law and the prophets even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe. To all and on all who believe. So how many believers, believers get this? Amen. For there is no difference. From all, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by His blood through faith to demonstrate His righteousness because in His forbearance, God has passed over the sins that were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time His righteousness that He might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. What that is saying is Jesus was the perfect answer to sin. He was more than enough. He was too much. In other words, if the devil said, I want a million dollar ransom, Jesus was five million. He's more than enough. He can't, he, you can't even question Nobody can ever question God saying that he, he got us unjustly. The perfect Lamb of God was the price that was paid. Amen. And it's, it's done. Amen. Hallelujah. He might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Anybody in here have faith in Jesus? Anybody in here have faith in Jesus? Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I'm righteous. Amen. He's looked over all, all, all my stuff. Uh, consciousness of sin. Uh, Hebrews 9.14 says, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve 
the living God. Uh, Jesus offered himself, and he cleanses our conscience. Amen. You know what your conscience is? You know, everybody, heard people having a guilty conscience? You know, if you, if you see some of them crime shows, I hear, I don't watch a lot of them, but I know that they, they say, uh, you know, you watch cop shows, uh, sometimes even though they don't have a lead, the, the guilt's just going to chip away at somebody. And their conscience just gets them. And they finally have to turn them in, or they finally have to, or somebody, somebody who knows. Somebody who knows. Yeah. Not because of reward, but because of their conscience. <laughs> somebody, when the reward gets high enough, they're going to spill it. Amen. Hallelujah. But you know, you know what I'm saying. A guilty conscience. He cleanses our conscience. He cleanses our consciousness of what you're, 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 you're thinking. And, you know, you've got to understand this. We've got to washing by the water of the Word. We've got to stay in the Word. Because how many knows if they showed that? I've done falling for it. They showed that Burger King commercial of that Italian sandwich with, with the marinara sauce on it and mozzarella cheese on it. Uh, you know, I, tr I tried to have, I would have had two of them, but they got the order wrong. <laughs> So I've only had one, amen. But how long has that commercial been out? A couple, a week or two, amen. So it works, amen. That got in my conscience, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. And he cleanses our consciousness from sin. Thank you, Jesus. The devil wants you to have a sin consciousness, amen. But God wants us to have a righteous conscience. Whew. Boy, I don't know about you. I'll preach myself happy. Amen. He, he is with us. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God is with us. And he's not with us. He's, in, he's not only with us. He's in us. Amen. Hallelujah. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Hebrews 13, 5 says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Colossians 1, 27 says, Christ in you. He's not just with us. He's in us. Amen. I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. Glory to God. That's what Christmas is all about. It's ours, and we win. And uh, he wants us to have victory. Lay hold of victory. Lay hold of everything he has so that when it's all said and done, there's not one that we love or one that we're praying for. Pray like you've never prayed. Amen. Somebody prayed for me. Pray for the lost. Pray for the backsliders. Amen. Somebody prayed for me. Praise God. The God of this age has blinded their minds. And just pray. I pray the scales of blindness that the devil's put on them will come loose. It's, uh, if, uh, if you're watching and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, it's not that hard to get your spirit made right with God. And then you do. You need to get planted in a good local church and grow. Here's stuff that will help you, encourage you to have victory. Amen. He's our Father. Amen. He paid for us to have the very best. He paid for it. It's paid for. It's a done deal. It belongs to us. I want it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know what the future holds exactly, but I, I know it's time for people to be serious with God. It really is. Let's all just, 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 just pray a prayer. In case somebody here, somebody listening, has never really made Jesus the Lord or not sure. Say this, Heavenly Father, you said in your word, if I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth, the Lord Jesus, I would be saved. I do believe in my heart that Jesus is the Son of God. And I believe He died for my sins. And I believe He rose from the dead for me. I believe it. And I confess Him now as my Lord and Savior. Help me, Lord Jesus, to follow You all the days of my life. Lord, you said in your word that I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth 
I would be saved. Now I've done it. So according to your word, I'm saved. I belong to you. You belong to me. Help me, Lord. Bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. You know, there's no written out sinner's prayer in the Bible. But that's a pretty good one right there. That's, that, that qualifies. That covers it. And so if you prayed that prayer, you need to tell somebody you need to confess. You contact the church. We'll be glad to help you. Amen. Because we want you to go to heaven. We want you to go to heaven. There's no sin bigger than the blood. nothing the devil can do or try to put on you that'll keep you out God wants you Amen well Jesus is the reason for the season hallelujah we love you and we'll, we'll see you Wednesday night God bless you